Are you a sheep? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play, girls games. Don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into their prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, hilarious, wonderful, and soon-to-be edumacated co-host, Monica. What am I going to be? Edumacated? Edumacated. Whatever that is. Hi! It's like, it's <laughs> like what you say when you're educated, but you say you're edumacated. Okay, cool. <laughs> that, we got that sorted. Yeah, we got that sorted. It looks really weird when you say this when we have people watching us do it. I know. I was just like, I feel watched. Yeah. So we're going to forego our normal bantery introduction here because we've got two special guests on with us today because we've got a special episode of Geek Herring coming out with some current events. So I am absolutely pleased and honored to introduce our guests, Tom Knight from the podcast Three Extra Lives and Jonathan Bloom from all of his podcasts, Frazzlecast <laughs> Great Today, The Frazzly Report, uh, Dear Frazzly, the Tony D show. Oh, yes. I don't know. I'm done. I'm done. I don't know. There's too many stories around Azeroth. Can't take it away. <laughs> and I thought, the, I thought I was the only one who was educated because I was homeschooled and that's always the joke. <laughs> we're homeschooled. That's interesting. But that's not what we're talking about. What a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> so hi, guys. Welcome to Geek Caring. Hello. It's good, good to be back on the show. And yeah, I, I realized I, I was on here the interview uh, um, months ago. Yes. Time flies. But like not an actual person. So I'm super excited that you two guys are on now, especially that Francis on Tom is like an oldie but goodie. <laughs> I know he's kind of like a regular now, isn't he? That's my third time. Yeah. What do I get? What do I get for being on here for three, three extra times? lives? Ooh. You get an <laughs> Wait. extra life. Wait, Give my... yourself Give an, your extra life. an extra life. Oh, okay. I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I never get three lives, so I'm whatever. I had two. That was my highest scores. I was That's super impressive. excited. Right? I still can't believe that you got the Harry Potter question wrong. Like this, know, to this man. day, this me like I don't know who you are. I'm, I'm, really, I'm, I'm never the... putting. I'm never putting in a Harry Potter question again, either. So that was the only one ever, and it was the opening question of the of the show. I'm not a very audible person, so I need to see this, and I can't. I have a hard time answering questions when you just ask me them. It's weird. So I just listen to them. I think about it, and nothing comes up. So that's how I not solve your answers. <laughs> anyway, thank you too for being on the show with us today. They waved. Nobody could see that. That's so sad. It sounded like you were saying goodbye to us, actually. But yeah, I'm very glad to be here, and I know we've got a pretty deep topic to walk into and i'd yeah. say these are some of my favorite episodes of the the, the current events because i i know i'm going to get it from a a good perspective i'm going to get good takes on it okay so as a very 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 brief introduction we are talking today on geek herring 
about some news and occurrences that have come out of the Blizzard Entertainment sphere over the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to pass it over to Tom, if that's okay, to give us a very brief Coles Notes point-by-point version of what has been going on. Well, I will do my best to uh, keep this quick and concise. Uh, basically, uh, I know there's a lot of us out there following like Blizzard Entertainment video games, so you might have come across this, but I know there's people out there that haven't. But there's a game called Hearthstone. It's a mobile card game. It has a very big kind of esports following. Anyway, there's a tournament going on, weekly tournament called the Grand Masters. It's probably what you would call the highest competitive stage for Hearthstone players to compete in. And over the weekend of the 12th of October to 13th of October, uh, in the Asia-Pacific region, one of the players, uh, Blitzchung, was being interviewed for uh, winning a game. And he made a, a statement about the recent events in Hong Kong, calling to liberate Hong Kong. This set off a snowball of events that resulted in the, the casters that were interviewing him be removed. He was also uh, stripped of his yearly earnings. He was banned for a year. The casters were banned indefinitely. Then we had this outcry of Blizzard gamers not happy with the censorship of free speech and mass boycotts, people uninstalling all the Blizzard games, requesting that their accounts be deleted. There was two of the casters from the America and European regions of this Grandmasters tournament. They said they weren't they weren't comfortable with Blizzard's actions, so they pulled out. There's been other popular Hearthstone streamers come out with statements saying that this has probably been too strict. This they don't agree with it, and we weren't hearing from Blizzard during the the subsequent days after this action. And it was only on the 11th of October that Blizzard finally released a statement to say that just to kind of reiterate the action they took and the reasoning behind it about bringing politics into esports and how that on reviewing this fervor, they have decided to let Blizzard keep his earnings. They've reduced his ban from a year to six months. The casters aren't fully fired now. Their ban is also six months. And there has also been talk of protests at BlizzCon 2019, which is happening in a few weeks. So this has all happened at a, a really volatile time for Blizzard because of an upcoming convention and the, the unrest it's caused just across the board. And it's still people not happy with the actions of Blizzard. There's still a lot of unrest in the community. And this also didn't just reach video gamers, but there was senators in the United States making comments about this. It, it, it made it onto, I think, more mainstream news in the U United States. I know Jonathan will be able to maybe talk about that a little bit. And yeah, it's just been this series of events that have snowballed from Blizzard's initial action because actually when Blizzchung made these remarks over on Twitch, they were almost immediately removed the there was just this purge across the internet of you know clips and anything referring to this match but you know the internet nothing stays hidden forever somebody's took a video of it once it's on the internet that's not going anywhere you can purge all you want so 
there was this small time window after it happened before Blizzard came out and said, yeah, BlizzChung's being banned for a year, where it just felt like it was just this calm before the storm. People had saw BlizzChung do this, but it didn't feel like it had the fire or the momentum until Blizzard took this initial action and set off this series of events, which I've just tried to summarize very quickly. I think you did a great job. Yeah, you did a really good job with that. So I'm going to just give a brief summary of actually what's going on in Hong Kong. Um, what is Why did Blitzchung make these comments? So I found this great 500 word summary on the BBC that I'm just going to read through just to get us all up to speed and hopefully help any listeners that aren't as up on these current events uh, as well. So the extradition bill which triggered the first protest in Hong Kong was introduced in April. It would have allowed for criminal suspects to be extradited to mainland China under certain circumstances. Opponents said this risked exposing Hong Kongers to unfair trials and violent treatment. They also argued the bill would give China greater influence over Hong Kong and could be used to target activists and journalists. Hundreds of thousands of people took to the streets. After weeks of protest, leader Carrie Lam eventually said the bill would be suspended indefinitely. How did the protests escalate? Protesters feared the bill could be revived, so demonstrations continued, calling for it to be withdrawn completely. By then, clashes between police and protesters had become more frequent and violent. In July, protesters stormed Parliament, defacing parts of it. A masked mob army with sticks, suspected to be triad gangsters, also assaulted protesters and passers-by in inside Yunlong Station, far from the city centre. In August, one protester was injured in the eye, leading to demonstrators wearing red-coloured eye patches to show their solidarity. Protest action at Hong Kong International Airport in August also saw renewed clashes and led to hundreds of flights being cancelled. In September, the bill was finally withdrawn, but protesters said this was too little, too late. On the 1st of October, while China was celebrating 70 years of Communist Party rule, Hong Kong experienced one of its most violent and chaotic days. An 18-year-old was shot in the chest with a live bullet. One of six rounds were fired by police. Protesters also fought officers with poles, petrol bombs, and other projectiles. The government has now banned protesters wearing face masks, though they have defied this. So what do the protesters want? Some protesters have adopted the motto, five demands, not one less. These are, for the protests not to be categorized as a riot, amnesty for arrested protesters, an independent inquiry into alleged police brutality, implementation of complete universal suffrage, the fifth demand, the withdrawal of the bill, has already been met. Some also want the resignation of Carrie Lam, whom they view as Beijing's puppet. Protests supporting the Hong Kong movement have spread across the globe, with rallies taking place in the UK, France, US, Canada, and Australia. In many cases, people supporting the demonstrators were confronted by pro-Beijing rallies. Chinese President Xi Jinping has warned against separatism, saying any attempt to divide China would end in bodies smashed and bones ground to powder. Whoa. What is Hong Kong's status? Hong Kong is a former British colony handed back to China in 1997. It has its own judiciary and a separate legal system for mainland China. Those rights include freedom of assembly and freedom of speech. But those freedoms, the basic law, expire in 2047, and it is not clear what Hong Kong's status will be then. Wow. What's interesting, this is, they're not totally related, but some of the stuff reminds me of one reason why the United States 
when they were colonies seeked independence from from Britain. I mean, there there were some issues like like there was that that shot her around the world. I mean, the, the Boston massacre. Wow, this is I, I'm just mm-hmm. speechless after hearing hearing this. And actually, I think it's good that we started off maybe talking about that because I know myself just following this news from a gaming perspective. I didn't really have a full scope of everything that was going on in Hong Kong. And I think when you're not directly impacted by these things going on around the world, you do turn a blind eye to it. You just like, you look at the news and go, oh yeah, protests in Hong Kong. Do you stop and say why? And like, I would, I would definitely like hold my hands up and say, I didn't know as much information as that Amanda's just read out there. I, I definitely didn't know more intricate details to what was happening in Hong Kong. It's only since this event happened with regards to a Hearthstone esports tournament that Hong Kong has gained a lot more awareness for me. And I'm definitely assuming a lot of other Hearthstone players and Blizzard fans too. I mean, we I think we need to be aware of the fact that one, it was apparently started in April, so that's like half a year ago. And basically, that means that whatever, that was probably hot for a few weeks in the public media all over the world, and then nobody gave a shit anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Because a lot of other things also happen, because news is always hardcore, and you get, resi- you get well... Desensitized. This, yeah, yeah desensitized on all of the news. And then you see it and you're shocked for a second and maybe for a few days and then you forget about it because the next worst thing is coming along. So I think that's one of the reasons, like that's one thing how we consume the news in general these days, which is sad, but true. It is sad, um, but it's true. And it's, I think everything you said there is spot on and it's because we're bombarded with bad news all the time that our brain can only handle so much our bodies can only handle so much before we're just like fuck man like i can't do this like okay gotta set hong kong aside for this new tragedy for this new thing yeah Yeah, our empathy only goes that low that i mean our empathy is also finite for you can't emotionally handle all of that all the time so Probably what some I, sort of self, yeah, preservation. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Words. And one reason I play games, in a way, I admit, is to escape from that. And I think what makes this so strange and hard to process is this is combining something that we use as an escape, something that's away from the world, and we have a clash of what's going on in the real world with something that we love and we hold dear. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I mean, when this news broke about. Uh, Bliss Chung, the Hearthstone player, being removed from this tournament and being banned for a year, having all his earnings stripped. And to be honest, at the time as well, there was obviously the reports that, oh, the casters have been fired. The casters did nothing wrong. So you're reading a lot of initial reaction and news. And I even remember like reading, oh, Bliss Chung got banned. And then I remember even telling Amanda, I was like, oh, even the casters got removed and they didn't do anything. They, you know, they just interviewed him and they got removed. Subsequently, looking into this more it, it it turns out that you know the casters weren't 100 percent innocent as they were deemed to at the start even now you'll probably read comments on social media on reddit reddit's an absolute shit show by the way <laughs> uh if you go over there it, it's actually calming down a bit it's calming down a bit but for a few days there it was end times but you know when when something like this happens and you you read comments especially on social media 
where you'll read people's opinions and actually you don't have the full story and you don't have the full picture. And even when you think you have all the pieces, there'll still be pieces that we won't know, stuff that happened mm. behind the scenes within these companies or you know, just things that we won't know unless we were working there or yeah. you know, we're we're actually part of that event. And I I think you brought up an interesting point about the, the the social media, the the hot takes, the quick actions. Back in February, we had the Blizzard layoffs. And one thing, it was one of my biggest stories covering Blizzard games that I was really trying to be careful how I approached it because there was a lot of things to it. And I remember even some people at Blizzard said, we feel horrible, but please be careful on your hot takes. And, and with this one, I've tried to be careful because I think the one thing I will give a traditional media outlet, they try sometimes to get all the, the facts before they report on it. Whereas on Twitter, mm -hmm. it's easier to spout something and then come back later. I had a, a, about a year ago, I said something on Twitter and I thought it was an okay statement. It had nothing to do with political, but I realized how in, how offensive it was until some, it was like, it made me realize Twitter can be dangerous. It can, mm. we can say something without realizing what we're saying. You actually, I, I kind of lost my train of thought, but you, you just kind of reminded me that I didn't really want to go like public and make my feelings public about this until it had maybe a, a circle to, to kind of base this off because at the time when it was happening, we hadn't heard from Blizzard. I was kind of, you know, I was like, well, they've got to make a statement, right? They've got to maybe pedal back on this. There's, there's mm -hmm. something else going to happen before I'm going to feel hundred percent comfortable, like coming on a podcast and talking about that. Obviously. Yeah. I've talked about it with friends. I've talked about it probably nonstop this week with Amanda. We've, we've talked about <laughs> it's it. True. Uh, we talked about it on the Dragon Power Discord. There's been a few people that have got involved there. Some people have made it clear, like they, they just don't want to deal with this. They don't. They like Frasley. You kind of said, you know, a lot of us play games to play games to escape the news and everything that happens with that. And you know, and that's fine. Like that's totally fine. I just know, I myself, I was just, I didn't know how to process all of this. Like I felt like there's something not right, and. Like it's really uncomfortable for me because like Blizzard is a company I followed pretty religiously, I would say, for uh, you know, over many, many years. I played World of Warcraft for 15 years and you know, I, I did a podcast for five years on Blizzard games and you know, I devoted part of my life to you know supporting them and celebrating what they do. So obviously it's not been a great year in in terms of PR for Blizzard Entertainment, dating back since last year's blizzcon with a, a certain diablo game announcement on mobile and then the layoffs obviously which was terrible after them recording uh, like a, a one of their best years of profit it just didn't sit well and that's it's kind of been a deep wound that was you know all year it was uh starting to feel a little bit better it felt like maybe we were over over that hill and and looking to to brighter times but i mean it just shows you that in situations like this, you know, it, it's companies, it's business, and yeah. that's ultimately like what happens. And you know, it's easy to forget that you know they're not this big cuddly teddy bear that um, <laughs> I can go squeeze and uh, you know feel feel good all the time. It, it's a business, and businesses are there to make money. And money, no matter if you don't like it, money makes this world turn. Money is power, and you know, I. I you may not agree with that, but it, it it's it, it's just the 
how the world is. It's so interesting to me that this company has been around for so long and made it like for what 15 years to to get to a place where people actually forget that it's actually a company it has always been a company they've always done business thing business things and it took them 15 years to basically get their first proper dump in their dive along the uh, on their ride um well, 15 years is, is about as long as World of Warcraft's been out, but yeah. Blizzard Entertainment, they were founded in 1991. Yeah. Uh, so they've been going a, a little bit longer than that. But yeah, I mean, it's a long time. It's, it is a long yeah. time. So that's, that's, and that you, you as players forget that it's actually a company sitting behind it that also needs to make decisions, especially when they um, navigate internationally and not just in one country because i mean they have the grand masters is regional as well so they have the asian thing and they're in europe and america so they they cater to everyone and there are a lot of political issues going on all around the world so, so mm -hmm. as a company it's hard to navigate that often i guess i mean i wouldn't want to be in those shoes for sure i think especially a company like Blizzard, yes, they're getting a lot of funding from China. Um, and I think that that was a main cause of contention over this because obviously the Hong Kong riots are very politically motivated and it's anti-Chinese anti um, in, in a way, like I guess you could say that. And for a company that is getting so much of its funding from China and has headquarters in China as well, um, it's seen as it, it can be seen uh, that they are endorsing by by allowing Blitzchunk's comments to go ahead and go unmarked and unchecked. It's condoning and and accepting and almost saying that they agree with with his comments, which would not be pleasing to its Chinese financial supporters. And because it is a corporate company, this funding and like that's that's going to cause a lot of contention on the board of directors and and the board members. What's fascinating from the United States is we live in a country that, as long as I've been alive, I have been in a time of back and forth, back and forth. You have your left, right, middle. You have so many different. Even have your independence, and I'm used to companies never agreeing with the administration. I'm always used to fights, and I'm used to companies being able to say things. Sure, there might be things here and there. I mean, I. The, the government can sometimes weigh in on stuff and try to push things down, but we have co companies here who are not afraid to, to say things. And it's interesting that in China, it does seem like they're afraid to say toward China and that China could at any point take them out of the country. I mean, the fact that Google had to change its indexing years ago, otherwise they would be out of the country. I mean, Apple's had to really work hard on it, otherwise they would not have been allowed in the country. And that's that's a strange concept to me that I'm starting to understand more. Yeah, for sure. I'm not always 100% sure if just because it seems that companies have so much more to say, it's actually the case. So, so they might be more vocal about it. Sure. But they're also following interests from someone else, even if it doesn't seem like it's the one thing that's as in, in China, it's the one thing that's the government and they have the say, but then there are a lot of different areas who I think turn the, turn the 
tables around the way they want it to be, even if it's not one unified thing. I think there's still often the case of of some smaller organizations having a say in something like your lawmaking with your what are they called the gun whatever people <laughs> they also have a lot to say in what legislation is passed in 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 the US for example so so there are always people who seem to have some opinion in what's going on whereas in China that's just one unified big thing and that's probably the weird thing for us in democratic countries where where we seem to have more say in what's generally going on, even though it might not at all be the case, but at least we have the feeling that that's like, that's happening. That's true. Especially with like our, our uh, FTC, you know, FCC is run by a former head of a large media company. So of course mm -hmm. we had our net neutrality issue a while back. I mean, st we still have it, but we have, mm -hmm. so yeah, maybe it's more ambiguous, in the United States yeah. than it is in China. In China, you have one person that you can yeah. blame. Yeah. But here, you don't know who's running the the, the strings. I mean, could yeah. be the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Probably is. Obviously, they're on your dollar side. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I think it's... I mean, I've watched because obviously, I, I mean, as we've established once or twice during our previous episodes, I am not very literate in Blizzard. So I've um, um, I've watched a video, the clip that I found about the the about Blitzchunk when he mentioned whatever he mentioned. First of all, I can't speak Chinese very well, so <laughs> I had no idea what he was saying. Um, he was also wearing a gas mask at the at the moment, so I guess that was more than just mentioning something on stream. It was obviously a statement that was very personal for him because he's in Hong Kong and he's very um, apparently very involved in all the protests, which, as Amanda read out, totally escalated because apparently the general issue. Like the biggest issue has been resolved already, but they just keep going. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Blitzchung has said that he has been involved in the protests regularly and to, to almost the detriment of his Hearthstone and Grandmaster's career because he wasn't, he, he was too busy being out on the streets protesting for mm -hmm. his country to practice and and give the proper attention that his, his Hearthstone career mm -hmm. probably should had or has had in the past um so him actually wearing the gas mask and then what he said on stream he said in um in chinese he said liberate hong kong revolution of our age so that was that's that translation um which has turned into quite a slogan um and I, I would say it probably is a slogan there as well. Like it's what they are, what the protesters are saying, because the casters knew that he was, he wanted to say something. Um, apparently, they one of one of the casters said to him, "Go ahead and say those seven words or those eight words, um, whatever it was." And then they hid behind their their monitors because they didn't want to be seen condoning it. So because that is against their jobs but they knew when they saw him coming on the, on his interview screen with his gas mask on that he was going to make some some statement and and he so did i'd just like to make a point about that because i know that the casters uh, the casters obviously have a duty to facilitate interviews about the game of hearthstone and i think that them the way they were involved in this i i definitely understand why they were penalized but i think there must be some other things at play with regards to the 
behind the scenes, like the the production team that are, you know, controlling the the, the different scenes for the the stream. The the stream for Grandmasters is on a delay, on at least thirty to forty five minutes delay. So they knew this was coming. They knew this was going live. And yes, the casters definitely allowed Blitzchung to make that statement. They were they were implicated in this. No matter what way you look at, it, they were implicated. And you can you can argue about oh, was the punishment too harsh? You know, should it have been six months? Should it have been five months? You know, you you can talk about that until the cows come home about the severity of the the punishment. But to to just say, well, they were probably always going to get a punishment for this, as was Blizzchung. Uh, but I think a lot of the initial hot takes on this was, is it right or is it wrong? And I think, was Blizzchung uh, right to use his platform to promote his message? I'm not going to say he was right or wrong. He just used that platform to, you know, he used that, his power that he had from that platform, he took the opportunity. He was like, this is obviously going to be a, a chance for me to reach a larger audience. For me to say he was wrong to do that would be wrong for me to say that. For me to say he's right to do that, well, again, it's 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 not a right or wrong thing. It's just that's what he did. It, it, it was a statement. It, was a, it wasn't inciting hatred, but although many could uh, interpret it that way, I would say he wasn't inciting hatred. He was just making a statement, a political statement on a live stream, and he was punished for it. Now, a different conversation is probably, well, that was probably too harsh. And yeah, I would I would definitely say I agree with that. But Blizzard came out with the competition rules in their statement, paragraph 12, section 6.1, and stated, in a, and I agree, I would agree with it. It's very vague, but engaging in any act in Blizzard's sole discretion brings you into public disrepute, offends a portion or group of the public or otherwise damages Blizzard's image will result in the removal from Grandmasters and reduction of players' prize pool total to zero USD. And I think a lot of people focused on the uh, certain parts of this, but I think ultimately it's reputational damage and businesses, especially the ones you know high up, Reputational damage is a big thing. And if you're an employee for a company and you damage the reputation of your company, you can be fired for that. You can lose your job. I mean, to me, it didn't seem that crazy that Blizzard could part ways with Blixchung uh, permanently after this. Again, to, to measure the punishment, I think is a different discussion. And, you know, I'm not a human resources manager. I'm not qualified to say, well, I think this, you know, he should have got two months and he should got, a, you know, you could just argue that all day. I mean, the, somebody made a decision and in my personal opinion, yeah, it was probably too harsh, but there's then a hot take saying, well, Blizzard should have come out and apologized to Blizzchung and they, they shouldn't have done anything. And it's like, well, you know what, that, that's just not, that, that's not how business operate. And I, I mean, I do agree that if we, allow every Hearthstone competitor to then use an interview to give an interview on not Hearthstone, like I'm watching Hearthstone Esports to watch Hearthstone for every competitor then to be like, well, here's my political views or you know, here's something I feel strongly about. And I think one of the things was that a lot of people felt strongly about this political statement because they agreed with it. But if it had been something maybe a bit more controversial or, you know, 
maybe in the Americas, someone will come out and say, uh, more gun control in the States and just signed off of that. You know, people wouldn't have been happy about that. That that would have, you know, also been reputational damage in a different way. And I think anybody making any sort of statement like that, and again, where does it fall in the political spectrum? You could debate that as well. But I think just saying like, yes, have your beliefs. And they probably, they didn't articulate this in a, in a, in a great way. And it was a real snap judgment. And, you know, it was a PR mess, which uh, I think is a, a great buzzword in Blizzard right now. Uh, <laughs> it just seemed to be not handling big stuff like this very well. And it, it, I think like, like Frazzy says, like I play games to play games. I watch Hearthstone on Twitch because I like watching Hearthstone. I don't, I don't want the competitors to not have their own beliefs, but when they're competing in the realm of Hearthstone, for me, that's their job. They're playing Hearthstone. Let's talk about Hearthstone, 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 Hearthstone. You know what I mean? And it's not taking away people's freedom of speech. It's definitely not doing that. But I think like you have to draw a line and say like either it's happening or not. And I guess this will probably feed into another point uh, that came from the the second Blizzard statement about um, uh, kind of relating to this and uh, certain other events that Blizzard have pushed forward as kind of their values. But before we move into that, I would I I would like to say that I actually fully support what how Blizzard used his position, how how he used the 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 fame, the small level of fame that he has. Um, to promote something that he very clearly feels passionately about. I mean, he's been out in the streets every day, I'm sure, for for months, like protesting this. And it's something that is close to his heart, and it is actually a really big issue. Like, and for him to risk his his reputation, his job, his prize money, he, he there is no way that he has gone into his this. Life no way. Well, his life. His life. Yeah. Like, there's zero ways. There's there is no way in this world that he. Uh, didn't know that what he would be putting at risk by taking this ch- this chance and by making this statement. Like he knew everything, he knew all the risks going into it, and I I wholeheartedly respect and and I'm I would say that I'm proud of the stance that he has taken. You know, um, and and I've been saying this a lot lately because it's like it's very in my head for like feminism and and the past and all the changes, but well-behaved people don't make history. You need to step outside the, your comfort zone. You need to step outside the boundaries of the rules to, in order to make any kind of change. Yeah, we've had um, in the United States, we had, we had Rosa Parks who stood up. We had Martin Luther King who stood up. At the Emmys and the Oscars, people have been standing up in their acceptance speeches for issues. I mean, and through that, we, we started the Me Too movement, the Times Out. I mean, a lot of things have started because of what was not a political per se performance people use that time to spread a message when people were watching millions my question is as to what um tom mentioned he didn't mention it during his gameplay did he no so after the game the winner gets interviewed by the the two casters and they usually talk about you know oh that game hearthstone cards magic you know <laughs> magic. <laughs> kind of, that kind of thing there so- so they did talk about the game for a while and before he went before the conversation ended he threw his 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 points into it right honestly i'm not 100% sure if the the interview was solely the statement because 
the, the main footage of that is gone. Like that has been purged. You can't really see how that transitioned. Uh, all you'll probably okay. see if you go to search for this is the clip of his actual comments. So I can't, uh, I can't like okay. sit here hand on heart and say, yes, they talked about Hearthstone, then they did this, or it was okay. just that political message because it's actually hard to find that footage to, uh, yeah, to because, kind of prove that. Because I totally see what you're saying is you want to watch the stuff. If everybody started to pull out their political garbage and not garbage, but their political issues and the political views during something that you actually watch to enjoy um, and to get away from everything, then I totally get where you're saying. I, I watch Hearthstone, Hearthstone because I want to watch Hearthstone. Um, but I think these conversations and these interviews after something, like it's the same thing with every other sport. Like it's the same thing with Formula One where they drive first and they talk about it. And when they play something and then they analyze it, they have the football match and then it, they ask the people how the match was. So there is always this occasion where people talk have room to add something else to the conversation like they can tell the the journalist that they're idiots asking stupid questions all the time and, and they can criticize and i think specifically the interviews section of conversations is always or can always be a room for someone to mention what's going on and apparently i mean as amanda said he put his his life on the line he put his job on the line I mean, he's playing it professionally, so it basically is out of business because where else can he play Hearthstone if he's not playing in the Grandmasters, even because it's always going to be Blizzard, isn't it? So how is I mean, he he's, to... he's a Twitch streamer as well. So, I mean, potentially he could have been on a, his own okay. Twitch stream uh, with his viewers. But again, this Hearthstone tournament has a bit yeah. more of a worldwide audience uh, to get his message across. And like I say... I. I don't say he's right or wrong yeah. for what he did. He he did what he did, and I think like going by the consequences of that that he he probably knew about. It's an incredibly brave thing to do to risk his entire career, his life, and put his values of what he truly believes in first. Because many of us would would not do that. Mm. But I think if by Blizzard taking the stance that they did to say like no, this isn't going to happen. I mean people will now look at this and go, well, if I do do this, like I, I know that I'm going to get into trouble for it. Uh, it's, it's a deterrent for people not to do this again. That doesn't say people aren't going to do that again, but Blizzard are obviously going to not let that happen. They'll, they'll, they'll probably measures put in place internally that we won't know about, but it, it's like anything like that though. If you're, you've got that attention of, of the media or whatever, like it's a choice you make you make to do that if you want to take the the subject matter off topic and promote your own beliefs i mean again like like i say who's to say that's right or wrong but to think that there'll be no consequences for using a, someone else's platform to promote your agenda whether it's something you agree with or it's something you think is absolutely hateful well again it's just all down to interpretation but you, you have to expect there will be consequences for doing that yeah and i don't think that's censorship i don't think that's censoring somebody for punishing them because censorship would have been if he'd said this and blizzard never let it go out and they deleted it and they just this never went live like i feel like if someone saw it, i'm like we gotta delete this we gotta remove this i mean 
we don't know what happened behind the scenes if someone was like you know what i'm all for hong kong let's let get this out there uh and at the same time because blizzard the way blizzard handled this terribly it actually did spark it up it poured gasoline yeah. on and we threw a match on it blizzard it, it got <laughs> so bigger than if uh you know they they had if they had ignored it uh, well i mean again there was probably pressure from the chinese region there's no doubting that because it's a business is reputational and there's there's consequences in that as well they obviously had to act on this they obviously in my opinion acted probably a bit too harshly and it blew up in their faces and the the revolution well it happened it, it it's why we're sitting here right now talking with if you didn't do that, we wouldn't be sitting here. We wouldn't be talking about it. You wouldn't go on social media and see hashtag boycott Blizzard and all the people uninstalling their Blizzard. Yeah. The thing is, I think where it's borderline censorship is that they, they took everything away that was there. Yeah. So that that it's not that if they would have, it's not what, what they did. It's not that they, not specifically how they reacted to what he did or that they banned him, but it's mostly because they got rid of everything. Mm. Oh, we the have purging, the, yeah. That, I mean, that's a bit weird. Yeah. We have the, the term here in the United States, the Barbara Streisand effect, that the more you try to <laughs> remove something, the more people know about it. And it's one of those, I would not have woken up on the morning after the news. If, if they had just left it on the VOD, I would have been like, well, okay. I mean, it would have been a nice story. But by it being removed, yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I got to know about this. I got to see this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've created own media storm by taking it away yeah. and and i think in turn they've also promoted the hong kong protests and they have definitely brought this into the gamers radars like and not just hearthstone gamers either like it has been trending on on twitter on mainstream twitter and it's been at the top of reddit and uh, as far as I know, correct me if I'm wrong, there was an American senator, was it, who who actually made comments about about this this yeah. issue, not, not Hong Kong, but about the Blitzstrung issue and, and Blizzard. And honestly, like, I think that while other people might argue that this has actually like, OK, it's it's raised awareness that there's some some shit going on in Hong Kong, but it's not necessarily done anything any good for promoting it or bringing awareness to it. But I would argue that it totally has because like. Here we are sitting here today talking about Hong Kong protests. We're learning about them more than what we knew before. And like people are spamming Twitch chat at the Grandmasters, free or free Hong Kong, boycott Blizz. Like there was there was a American University tournament of Hearthstone. And American University held up on stream a sign that says free Hong Kong boycott Blizz. Like it is being talked about. It is being well more aware than anybody has ever been more aware of these statements or, or anybody has ever been more aware of what's going on in Hong Kong. So, you know, if, if Blizzard's intention was to completely cover this up, they, they really fucked up on that part um, because they've done exactly <laughs> the opposite. Plot twist, Blizzard's actually a good guy and they did yeah. this on purpose to bring awareness to Hong Kong. Yeah, not maybe that's I just totally really, really, really <laughs> smart PR move. Yeah, like 100% that thought has crossed my mind. Tinfoil, that's tinfoil hot time. Do you have a segment <laughs> called tinfoil hot time? Because we, totally, we could totally make that. Yeah, but one thing that I find is really interesting is the American University who held up the side um, on their stream, they were not going to be punished for doing that they they their stream wasn't taken down um they 
There was, there was basically no penalty for them at all. And so this brings something like, I'm, I'm learning a lot about like uh, racism right now. Um, it's something that I'm, I'm, I'm reading but and learning in my downtime. And so I'm wondering if it's any kind of coincidence that the three American kids um, from American University, they were all white and from America and had no have no ties to China, have no ties to Hong Kong, except for this connection between Hearthstone because they're Hearthstone players, Blitzstrung is a Hearthstone player, and yet they're getting absolutely zero, zero penalties, zero consequences for disrupting their stream and doing this, um, holding up their sign, which like fair play to them, like I say. Um, yeah, because so, I, 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 I held my finger with money. I'm like, because yeah, that university, I'm, I'm going to go with the, what Monica said earlier, the, the interest. I could bet there was somebody from that university that if you ban our players, we pull all of our funding. I mean, and and this was like instantly, nope, we're we're just gonna let them go. The only bad thing about that, they're they're kids in in college. That's the prime time to make mistakes, to mm. to fuck up and learn from it yeah. and learn the consequences. By not getting anything, those kids may go on to do anything without regard for consequences. So it's actually, in my opinion, a bad thing. So, I've made mistakes as an as a kid. I'm glad I got. I'm glad my dad slapped me across the face one time for saying something very rude. I'm not endorsing corporal punishment. I'm just saying, but I remember that to this day. I do want to say that that team, specifically in that collegiate event, they went ahead and forfeited the remainder of their games because they weren't punished. So it was more mm -hmm. of a statement they made to say, like, we've done this. Blizzard hasn't punished us. We're forfeiting then because you haven't punished us. So wow. I just like to kind of say that they made a statement kind of within a statement about Blizzard Entertainment specifically in this manner. Yeah, like 100%, I agree I agree with what they've done. Like Blizzard didn't punish them. Should they have punished them? Should they have done something? Probably because if they're going to make this the a, a punishment for one player, why wouldn't they do the same thing for another player? I'm but not it, sure they the weren't playing... contractually, uh, I don't think they were con contractually like uh, obligated in the way Blizzchung was. So you, you're That's kind of going I'm... down a, you know a path of legality and you know where that kind of falls as well and i mean yeah i would say like 100 like if you're going to i think going forward uh, that's going to change but we were in a sort of strange limbo land where blizzard hadn't released a statement yet this has happened and then this event happened and i think you know if that happens next tournament oh pff, but, you're gone <laughs> but they banned Blitzchung on basis of rules for the Grandmasters and the thing, the college thing had nothing to do with Grandmasters, did it? So yeah, maybe they didn't have that specific rule in there. So what on what basis are they banning those college kids if there is not the same rule in place for a different tournament? Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I know what you're saying, but I would... I... Okay, I don't have the rules in front of me, obviously, for for the college tournament. But I would say that there's going to be something in there because these universities are still competing using a Blizzard game. And they're still, okay, maybe not representing Blizzard, but they are representing universities and they are or they are playing a game for Blizzard that is hosted by Blizzard. Like, it's not just a random fireside gathering. Like, it's, it's, it's a publicized paid event, you know? Um, so there's going yeah. to be... Parameters but I mean, in place. I think there are various ways of public uh, 
like various degrees of public events that uh, more or less there is it's something different if that's an international event and if that's just something where schools play against each other. I think it's not something that you can compare in the volume of how big it is. And that could be a huge oversight from Blizzard that they yeah. they don't make them sign anything or anything like that. And like I said, I feel like that will change now. I think they'll the uh, legal writer in Blizzard is you know he's <laughs> or he or her sorry is is very busy uh, <laughs> rewriting a lot of stuff. Uh, basically. Either fired or very busy. <laughs> and will depend. We did have an issue uh, here a few months ago. I, I admit I don't have the latest news on it, so things may have changed. But we had a group of university students going to a a protest march, and they these these students were being very rude to people at this march, and the school at the time did nothing, and they almost kind of been like, "Oh, the kids will be kids," and and I think it is important to teach kids proper decorum, raise issues. But don't make the issue about how you're acting. Make what you're t standing up for the issue itself. Because if you show off a bad mindset, I'm not saying that these kids at university, but there is, there's a time and place for certain things, time and place mm. not for it. Yeah, for sure. And there will there will be consequences. I mean, I know even as, as a podcaster, if I say something, there's a consequence potentially for what I say. Mm. But that's also the fun and games of growing up, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There was also just just while we're kind of talking about other actions that took place, there was a protest at Blizzard headquarters in Irvine, California, where uh, employees were huddled around. There's a huge orc statue at, outside the grounds of the Blizzard headquarters, and there was like a day long protest with umbrellas, which is a symbolic uh, item with regards to the the Hong Kong protests as well, and the like core values around the statue of, of Blizzard entertainment were covered uh specifically the ones that mentioned every voice matters and i think there was there was another one as well that Think was uh, globally leading responsibly and every voice matters yeah so they they were covered up uh temporarily by these employees on strike and haven't heard anything with regards to them making that statement and there there was some well there was a lot of uh, unrest internally and that was that was demonstrated too, and I think like, yeah, that's stuff that happened like in, in America and more American side of things. And I mean, I think Blizzard just want to draw a line under this. I don't think th those staff are gonna get any action against them. I mean, I, maybe somebody was looking out the window and put a little tick by their name, you know, just uh, to say like, <laughs> well, they did that. But I mean. I, I I can't see Blizzard like wanting to further this anymore because of the the kind of firestorm that it's created. But um, yeah, it's it, it's been it's been quite a journey. So in that final statement uh, from J. Allen Brack, the, the president of Blizzard Entertainment, uh, there's a couple of lines in there that say, "Moving forward, we will continue to apply tournament rules to ensure our." Official broadcasters may focus on the game and are not a platform for diverse social or political views. And this has not gone down too well with a lot of hot takes. We'll just call them that, a lot of hot takes. Uh, <laughs> because obviously uh, Blizzard are uh, big at promoting uh, like Pride. And they had a, a big Pride event at one of their Overwatch 
tournaments that was, you know, it was on Twitch, it was broadcasted and, you know, they got people with banners or, you know, placards in the crowd saying, let's go lesbians and, you know, things like that. And people wearing pride t-shirts and, you know, I think that's great. Like I'm a hundred percent supporter of that, that movement. And I think there have been people that have took issue with that wording to say, look, well, we're not a platform for social political views and this could be interpreted as a social or a political view, even though it shouldn't be. Like, I think we'd, we'd all be in agreement here that that shouldn't be. It definitely shouldn't be. But even in the country like me and Amanda live in, like Northern Ireland, like gay, gay marriage is, is illegal. It's not a thing. And there's obviously countries around the world where homosexuality is illegal and it it's, you know, not, not accepted. And Blizzard would- being it's punishable by death in some countries. Like yeah. that goes a lot further than saying it's not accepted. Yeah. It's, you can literally be killed by your government for being gay. And I think that the point is that while no like LGBTQ plus issues aren't or shouldn't be a political issue um, in many countries, they are. So for, I, I feel like Blizzard is really contradicting themselves by saying that Blizzard can't talk about, um, can't bring up these political issues in Hong Kong while at the same time they're on the pride bandwagon and promoting pride as a as like a, a total um, as as a norm and and it is the norm it should be the norm but it's not in so many countries so they are also risking alienating their like counterparts in Russia for example where where like you can be killed for being gay yeah because if you go on the on the grandmasters terminology about offending a a portion of a community this this pride does offend a portion of the community and blizzard does it rightfully so but th- but they do it anyway mm-hmm. i think saying it's not a political thing in i think pride is still a political thing in every country if Absolutely. there is no country in the world where you wouldn't say that pride is not a political thing because just because gay marriage is now um past in the US, in the entire US, that doesn't mean that it's not a political thing because people use it for politics all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. So so even in countries where you, where you would say we are further along with our um, LGBTQ rights, it's still a political thing. We have a uh, candidate uh, for president coming up that that is that, that's, in a, that's in a marriage and I know that somebody can use that in an attack ad against them. Yeah. For sure. Like, I think that Blizzard can't have it both ways. They can't be saying that one of these things is okay and yet still be promoting pride. Like, I am all for Blizzard promoting pride. I think they should. And because they have so many people that they employ so many people that have, like, diverse backgrounds um, and that are gay, that, that like, are in the LGBTQ plus community. And I, I don't... But it's, it's still a political issue. And it's... I, they just can't have it both ways. I feel like in, in this situation, though, I mean, Blizzard, like that's an event like they hosted and they were in control of, and, and that might sound, this might be coming out a bit wrong, but like that, that was an event they hosted. It was about pride. That was how it was advertised. That was, people knew that's what they were getting. I mean, you could then watch that and be totally against what that stands for and then be, offended by that and you know especially like if you're from a country where that's 
not acceptable and that's your mindset on it, that's how you view it but i don't know i feel like with regards to pride and you know that that movement i feel like that's blizzard's platform to promote that agenda and i mean i, I get it, it's a contradiction i get it and i think it's just one of those contradictions where it's like, well, I'm going to ignore that one. I'm going to ignore that contradiction because I totally agree with what Pride stands for. And that's like, I think that's a positive change. It's a it's a positive movement. But I mean, it, you, you can't deny that it, that it isn't a, a political or social uh, issue in some in some spaces. And I mean, it definitely is in, in various countries around the world too. So, I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah I mean, we'll choose to say, but that's fine because we agree with it. And like, that's, you know, we want the world to, to progress this way. And it does get a bit tricky when you're saying, well, he's saying this thing about something I don't agree with. So he should definitely be punished, but it's okay, you know, for this thing. And, you know, that, I mean, with the pride situation, they were controlling the narrative in that moment. Right. Yeah, so they, exactly. they had, had, they set it up, they organized it all. They, they had, all their hands in how this event went down. And I think it's way more complicated and way more complex for a company, even though they're uh, working internationally, to be um, well versed with everything that's going on internationally and politically everywhere. So I don't know how, if it, I wouldn't even be sure if whoever messaged or wrote all those, those, what you just read up before if they even knew what was exactly going on in hong kong so it's i think it's even the leaders of blizzard i don't think that they are aware of everything politically all around the world where people can easily use that as a platform without them knowing and i think that's where it gets tricky because they don't they can't control what's happening they and they still are the ones who are responsible so they need to do something of some sort to 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 take to do damage control because they can't control if what what happened so i think that's also why they might have reacted out of a panic because like a fuck man what are we gonna do let's pull this real quick and then five minutes later they start to think like maybe that was not the greatest idea that we've ever done so so i think it's really complex and complicated when it gets to territory that you're not familiar with which i think blizzard isn't because how can they yeah, and I think that that one thought I, that I kept coming back to me in this whole thing is China could at, at at any point said Blizzard, you're done, all your offices they're gone, those employees are fired. I mean, so I could think in one manner because they are a business, they're like, yeah, we cannot lose all that work that we did. Yeah. Okay. Tinfoil hat time. Yes. Plot twist. Um, this is this whole thing with Blizzard is a uh blizzard promoted event and they're actually super pro hong kong and this was the only way that they could do it without facing the wrath of china i could see that i mean because tom you mentioned earlier the production team and that that delay so they knew it was coming i mean i i could have seen it and they just cannot almost almost like i don't want to say house of cards because that involves kevin spacey um <laughs> almost like you know one of the other other political things like we're going to do this, but we'll tell the uh, the news this. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, well, BlizzChang ha had a statement after Blizzard's statement and basically well, he, he, thanked, he took it very admirably. He was like, you know, thanks, Blizz, for taking a, a second look at this situation, reconsidering his ban. And 
he's you know he said in future he's going to be a bit more careful about how he expresses his opinions or views or, or you know shows his support uh to hong kong as well so i mean going by his statement i think he still feels six months is a bit too long it's a bit too harsh but it, it seems like overall probably from what's happened i feel like i don't want to say blizz chunk should be happy because that's like he's not going to be happy about what's going on in hong kong but the actions he took and the the, the reach of that i feel like it's you know it's it's had a huge impact and what he set out to do he i would say he's achieved that that goal that he wanted mm. to get awareness that that's worked i mean that that's definitely um a, a positive to to bring to the table even though it's it's a terrible thing that's going on but the, the awareness was what one of the objectives that has been achieved and he still has to live with with this these consequences of being banned of you know not having his his main source of his main source of income he's he's had some couple of offers on the table from another card game uh to go play for them and they'll re what's going to pay his money that blizzard took away from him so I nice mean, he's definitely grown in in stature as well from this i mean people will know more of who he is yeah and he'll he'll be maybe a, a, a figurehead in in this rebellion as well of, of what he believes in so i mean now we've got blizzcon coming up and there's talk of protests uh happening at there frasley's gonna be boots on the ground he's going to blizzcon so you're gonna be there fraz yes what, what do you think about that because i know over the past like week i've been really almost worried about blizzcon not just for like blizzard but people attending to that and how protests you know that they can get hostile and there's going to be blizzard employees developers there who have nothing to do with this like that they, they didn't mm -hmm. fire Blizz Chung, but they're going to be on the firing line uh they're going to be you know the, the faces that people are going to see and there's a potential for unrest there for uh, you know things to happen and i know people can protest peacefully too and i hope if if that does go ahead that that is the case uh but it's like is, is this a protest now against blizzard itself or are they doing it for hong kong because it feels like now we've sort of branched off mm. into other areas but yeah you're you're gonna be there for us oh i i, I realized that because i'm like oh yikes because because i know they've had the the anti-witchcraft uh protest for a long time then with tracer they have the the anti-lgbtq protests and now we're gonna have the the pro and 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 against hong kong wow i mean i, I wonder if we're gonna have all these like there's a, I told somebody, hey, if you love or hate Blizzard, there's a convention for you this year. <laughs> Welcome to Protest Con. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One's free. You just have to be hateful or not hateful. I'm because some of the protesters are there not being hateful. Or you or you have to pay money to to go to the other one. And I realized we had like those QA questions. You know, every QA question, every question panels, they're gonna be heavily, heavily, heavily yeah. monitored this year because we had the, the the person last year who said, "Is this an April Fool's joke?" I mean, they got kicked out of BlizzCon, so there is a precedent for that. But yeah, it's gonna be an interesting year to be there. Yeah, that oh, that person might have gotten uh, kicked out of BlizzCon, but I I do think that they knew, like Blizzstrong, they knew the actions that the their changing of the question after they told the moderators like what they were gonna ask, and then throwing like that kind of question onto the stage, like they they knew the risks. Yeah. And so what, what really, what's going to stop people asking those same types of questions to panelists this year? Like, is it going to be like an, a moderator right beside them? Like literally like 
right beside their mouth so if they start asking something that they didn't already ask is oh covered up like we've got to be so worried about that because all it's going to take is somebody anybody can can bluff their way into a q a and you know it makes me wonder if they're they might even pull that this year like just last minute and say no q a it's it's just going to be pre-screened questions nobody's going to be getting up onto a microphone and that wouldn't surprise me and that you know, that's that will start something else off. People will not be happy about that. But I'm going to be moderating a panel uh, bef- before BlizzCon, and I won't have anything about this there because all the mo- all the people there were focused on Blizzard and BlizzCon and Warcraft. But yeah, I mean, so whoever's listening, at least they're probably they're assured that, that I'm not going to because that's a technically Blizzard sanctioned event beforehand. So I mean, I, I'm I have to obey the rules of what Blizzard's doing, and it is interesting overall as a content creator. I want to be careful about what I say. Because the other thing in this whole thing is I didn't want to incite hate or I, I didn't want to influence somebody. I've seen how a platform can make people do things. And I, and I want to be very careful to not spread information. Mm, I think it's yeah. tricky. So tricky. So, so tricky. <laughs> like I don't envy any person at Blizzard being responsible for anything right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely left us as a game like from a gaming perspective it's it's been weird because over the last week i it's almost made me feel like oh i shouldn't play hearthstone like i i play hearthstone every day usually with amanda over lunch and it's just been this weird like oh do you want to play hearthstone it's like oh um i'm supposed to be boycotting blizzard or something i don't know uh but i think there's just so many layers to it that yes that there's something going on at the top but then, you know, as you go down the levels, there's there's people there who work for Blizzard. They're passionate about Blizzard, passionate about Blizzard games. They're creating these games. And, you know, there's a community that comes along with that. And for me, I don't think it's just as easy as saying, oh, you know, uninstall all your games and delete your battle net and never play it again. Because, you know, there's communities, there's, you know, people that have forged friendships and uh there's content creators and there's, there's people like crying out for people you know blizzard employees to walk out quit their jobs content creators to give up blizzard game. it's like it, it's not that simple it's not just like you you give up your livelihoods uh over this because would, would you do it if the person crying out for this happened would you just quit your job and over uh this i mean yeah it's it's an important issue to talk about but when you talk about people's livelihoods you've got to like chill for a second and say well you can't expect people to everyone to quit their jobs and to stop playing this game and and then making people feel bad about playing the game you want people to be able to you want people to be able to express themselves freely but then you're telling people they can't play a, a blizzard game because of this it's just like well you're contradicting yourself here and i think there's that and there's also like uh, Jonathan mentioned Jonathan Fraze. I keep going between your two names uh, <laughs> about you know Apple and Google, and it's like, well, you know, if you're going to stick a really hard stance on that, that is great. Like that is great that you're really you know for that. That's going to be your message. But you know, oh, you're you're tweeting this angry thing about Blizzard from your iPhone. You've just searched for <laughs> uh, ten angry words on Google to tweet at. You know, it's like there's a lot of contradiction in in everything here, and that's not saying that. The awareness is you know a good thing but it's not just like a right or wrong thing there's so many elements at play 
Yeah, let's be honest. I mean, the last two generations, they developed this horrible cancel culture that just means I don't like your shit. I'm canceling you. I unsubscribe. I do this. I do that. Instead of trying to figure shit out. I mean, there are this life is not always just black and white. And sometimes it's about the compromise. And by just telling everyone you can go, go, go to hell and do whatever the shit, because I am not watching your stuff anymore. It's like, what, what, what is this even? What, what move is this even? It's not making you, you are not dealing with that situation more than you should. Maybe if you would, you would figure other stuff out. But no, instead you just go, I'm counseling you. And that's just, just as ridiculous as just properly dealing with stuff. I mean, life is not just always doing this because I can't do that. It's, it's, you have to maneuver your way through life. And sometimes it's not great. And sometimes it's a smooth ride. And, and it's not always just black and white. And just by, yeah, leaving everything and telling other people to quit their jobs and you cannot play this anymore and who are you even? That's just bullshit in my opinion. Yeah, because no one's perfect. I don't expect anybody to, to have the perfect no. opinion on stuff. My opinion on stuff is definitely in my 29 years. I know my my ideologies. Oh, you 29, oh. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and they've, they've all changed over the years. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I look at my old stuff like, I was an idiot back when I was younger. And I know I'm looking back at 29. I'm like, you thought that? Wow, you're an idiot. I mean, I, I just, I'm always learning. I'm always learning better yeah. things, trying to become more open-minded on stuff. Yeah, people can evolve. That's just something that seems to be such a threat to so many people. But I, I mean, as you walk through life, you grow or you, you, otherwise you die. <laughs> so it's just... You can change your opinion in your life more than once, and that's fine. And people don't seem to approve of that these days, though. No. No. For sure, though. Um, I think I really like uh, former Hearthstone players' uh, opinion on cancel culture. Um, so he's called Disguise Toast. I followed him for, for a while. He's... Uh, he always makes me laugh. Um, anyways, but he he tweeted the other day. He said, Hearthstone streamers are being pressured to stop streaming Hearthstone due to the Blitzstrung drama, but that's financially unrealistic to them. Um, and I totally agree. Like, it is totally financially unrealistic. But then he continued to say, so I'll make this offer instead. Blizzard, I will start playing Hearthstone again if you consider your position on his ban. So he's he's taking that cancel culture and being like, guys, people shouldn't stop playing this just because somebody has been banned just because of this decision. So he's trying to put his own spin on it. And yes, he's being funny, but you know, it's, it's also. So actually with regards to that, he kind of tweeted again. He's like, Oh, well, I guess I'm playing Hearthstone again. And actually some of the hot takes on that was not too good for disguise. So like, Oh, well he's, this this doesn't make sense. It's like trying to process. Like, wait a sec. But we're supposed to be boycotting Blizzard, but this this guy's coming back to play Hearthstone. Uh, <laughs> ah, he's terrible. He's, he's got his own agenda. He's just done this as a marketing ploy to get people, you know, to watch him. And th there's a lot of that kind of. Oh, people are doing this for their own gain. And you know what? There's probably people out there that are using this for their own game, like YouTubers mm -hmm. and you know, content creators that focus on a lot of the controversial side of gaming. We'll use this as a, a way to create content to, you know, get those views and, and everything. And that's that's part of the world we live in. You you can be like, I, I don't agree with that. And you, 
some things with regards to like the content creation side of things, you just have to be like, well, I don't, I don't like that content, so I'm not going to consume that content. And you know, it 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 really does come down to that when it with regards to like content creation and just the the unnecessary pressure on like people involved in Blizzard games. Like, yes, they're they're probably asking themselves moral questions, and it's up to them to decide where they go with that. But again, it's not just a simple okay, no more Blizzard games. Let me go play Fortnite. Oh wait, hang on, I can't. <laughs> Uh, there's a black, black hole. hole there now. There's a black hole there now. Um, <laughs> as of recording, it's probably all good now. But yes. um, I'm sorry, I even said that word. I don't know. I don't know. It's their marketing really worked on me, and I'm not. A, oh, I know. I mean, we had Neil deGrasse Tyson talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> nice. That, that'll I mean, be that's next week's show, right? Next week's show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on again. Let's talk about the black hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my cool son tom won't you come on the show <laughs> that definitely stays in just saying 100 <laughs> percent. No, i just yeah yeah i agree with what you're saying me too well it would, it would be a you know a joke to say like i can't believe people are making content you know about this hearthstone thing i can't believe people are you know Using that to create content for people to consume. I mean, people who do that—that that is an absolute that, joke. These are the words. No. What I who don't do get, idiots. What I don't get is when did we get to a point where we always assume the worst in people? Like, why is it always these people only do that for their personal gain? Maybe they do, but whatever the fuck. And maybe they just want to talk about it because they enjoy it. Maybe it's not always the evilest intention of humans. That when they do stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I mean, I, I also think on the level of Blizzard, if I was in that same perspective and I made that, it could have been ignorance and a snap decision. And it could have been like yeah. the, the people around, like I've learned from my mistakes and whoever wrote J. Allen Brack's letter, even with the contradictions, like I'm trying to say everything because I know it's going to be read by millions. It's going to be read on podcasts. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I, I talked with somebody about the, the difference between streamers and podcasters, and this will definitely make somebody angry, but streamers can say stuff uh, and, and not think about it. Podcasters, we know our words last forever past 60-day VODs, so we're very careful sometimes, sometimes, to not say things. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks. thankfully, Amanda edited out all the bad stuff that you're listening to right now. I mean, there was stuff there that, you know, we'd never be podcasting again. If oh, I know. Oh, I would have been canceled already. <laughs> I, I would need to become a disguised toast so that way I could just <laughs> no one can see my face. Yeah. Yeah. Tough topic again. I mean, I could I keep talking for a, a while, and I know that you guys obviously need to end the show at some point. So, But thank yeah. you both for, I mean, all, all three of you. I mean, to Tom, because you're, you've been here for a while. But thank you for creating a space where we could talk, we could dialogue, we could talk about it. And not be judgmental. I feel like I learned from this and I hope all of the, uh, the three of you learned. I hope that the people listening, I hope you learned you driving in that car right now. Please don't be texting, put down that phone right now. I, <laughs> texting or driving is the wrong thing. That's a whole different topic. Thank you for listening. You're talking to me right now. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. No, don't admit um, that. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, don't worry. I'll edit that part out. <laughs> um, no, thank you. Um, I, I like to think of geek caring as a an incredibly safe space to explore these topics and and have the hard conversations that you know they're they're not easy they're not lighthearted and but 
but we don't shy away from them. We, we, we do the hard work and, and I know for me, and I would say for Monica as well, we're really thankful that we had two people that are in the blizzard world come on and, and help us explore a topic that is, is very current, is very political and is very heated. Absolutely. I mean, just to clarify that we're in the blizzard world, obviously we deleted our games and uninstalled <laughs> our uh, battle net launcher now we have nothing to do with blizzard anymore uh, yeah it, you know it's over <laughs> never playing warcraft again uh i'm not flying out to a convention in no, a few he's weeks definitely so. not doing that he's not doing that but no i, well, I know he I, is but he's going to protest yeah i'm going to protest <laughs> but no i mean uh, I, I just want to say thank you very much for having me on because it, it, i've kind of had this rolling about in my head for a whole week and i mean i still feel pretty undecided about like where do i go from here but i mean like i say various different levels to all of this and it's not just like a click your fingers thing decision and like just the fact that we're so heavily kind of invested in in these games and it's it you know it's more than gaming obviously it's more than more than that but there's just so many different branches coming from this but to be able to start to process that and just to talk about it feels good i mean i'm not saying that Oh, Blizzard were right, and uh, you know I stand by Blizzard because I I don't I think there there's a lot of things that you can say that should have been handled better. That should have been handled better. That definitely wasn't the right way to handle it, and that's you know people need will be learning lessons from that, and uh, that's hopefully in the future we see things done differently. But again, when it comes to something like this, I think it's just such a, a unpredictable element isn't it it's just somebody's yeah. made a statement it's 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 not uh it wasn't planned it wasn't uh expected and now we're in the consequence stage of everything that's happening and we, we've learned stuff we can say we've definitely learned stuff uh, and from from what's happened Presley. and there'll be textbooks off this and like the layoffs i mean I hope at some point there's a there's a quote in the textbook that says Geek Hearing said this about this issue. <laughs> that will be in the, awesome. in the history in the history of the uh, Blizzard Entertainment or the history of the internet or something. When, when someone makes that book, yeah, Bye. the the podcast that changed it all that people were thinking about this and they listened to this, this episode and their opinions were all changed and and everything was all good. Seems legit. Nice. I just wonder if that's the only option that you have. When you say you're, uh, you feel that you need to take a stance on something, even though you don't know. So you're not sure, should you be playing that game still or should you not be playing? I think if you try to limit your own enjoyment, because um, punishing yourself for something someone else did, I think there are a lot of other ways in how you can express what you feel about something that's not limiting your own enjoyment. Like you, if you, if you want to show Blizzard that you're not okay with what they did, then go into a forum, tell them you can write amazing reviews that are not hate, hate speech. That will be, I think, highly appreciated by everybody at Blizzard. Um, that, that then I, it always seems like, as you mentioned before, people make you feel super guilty for still playing something. And I'm like, it's my life, right? I, I make the decisions, I make the calls, and there are more options than just on or off. Um, mm -hmm. Then, yeah, to, to decide what you're doing. And you if you enjoy Hearthstone, you love it. You play it with Amanda all the time. So 
why should you not be doing this? It's more than just playing the game. It's like a social setting for you guys. It's it's meeting people, as you mentioned. So why should you castrate yourself from this um, when there are other ways on how you how you can express what you feel about this? No, I totally agree. I mean, that's probably a really great way to look at it, that you can use the awareness generated by this to maybe do something good, to take forward something from this that's that you can use to 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 build a platform on if if you mm. feel passionate about that if you think like oh, you know what this political issue has really touched me it's really struck a chord with me and i want to now go forward and see what i can do to help this cause and i don't think that's shouting at blizzard i don't think that's yeah. that's not doing anything for this cause that, no. <laughs> that that we were brought the attention to if it's about blizzard as a whole then again i mean that's something you can do you can you can take up arms against blizzard you can remove their games you can never play them again i mean and then that's basically telling blizzard i don't want to play your games i have game companies that i have preferences about that i choose not to play their games mm -hmm. uh because of one reason or another but i i don't feel like i need to make that the definition of my life i don't feel like when it comes to video games that has to be you know a definition i'm just like you know what i don't really agree with what you're doing here i'm not going to be playing your games and just move on from there there's other games there's other things i can put my energy into that that i feel positive about and 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 i think that's kind of the route i'm going to be taking with this but i mean i think i'm appreciative for the awareness that it has brought to the situation and uh learning more about that but i mean at the same time when we hung up today am i going to be laying in bed thinking about it am i going to be uh you know talking more about that issue i don't know because there's there's other things politically that i feel quite strongly about uh happening right now in 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 britain and europe uh you don't know you might you might have heard of that uh but you know there, there's a lot of things <laughs> maybe a little bit there's a lot of things going going on like uh that affect that will affect me that will affect you know amanda that will affect you know things happening in my own country and i mean that 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 sounds a bit ignorant as well but like we say we we are more like focused on what's happening to us as opposed to what's happening halfway across the world where mm. we're, we're not so much impacted by that but i mean again it's a lesson to say look you know we are in a world there's it's more than just you it's more than just your country there's a lot going on and it's it is just a reminder to that if everybody who decided to not buy blizzard products anymore would spend their energy and money on something in their own country or on hong kong protesters that would have raised quite a lot of money and basically all they are doing now is probably putting such a dump uh, into a income of a company where a lot of people are involved, where they already had layoffs. So maybe that's not the smartest way to protest people. And actually, just out of a closing point on that, there was, I think somebody was trying to organize a, a protest. They were going to make t-shirts uh, for BlizzCon to hand out uh, with regards to Hong Kong. And they kind of said what supplier they were getting the t-shirts from and someone had replied to them say look well these shirts come from china um, <laughs> so you know there's just so much contradiction in anything you try to do like even like oh you i want to you know support hong kong getting these t-shirts printed it's like oh they're being manufactured in china um that's awkward but you know what i mean you know that there's just so much contradiction on the line that it's not just oh you know what you're organizing protest for hong kong that's really good let's scrutinize every detail of everything that you've done yeah. here and you're going to find something that's maybe not going to align with the views of other people too yeah
by playing a game that you enjoy, you're not endorsing the company. Uh, I, I game and podcast about Blizzard, but I'm not endorsing 100% of what the company does. But I think with any product, I don't endorse what they do. Like, I don't, I don't love all that Google does, but I still use their products. I mean, Apple, I don't love what Apple does in some areas. It just, if, if the game causes you personal grief when you're playing it, then I think it's, you, 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 you should stop playing it. It, there's too much time in our, I know, not, not even enough time. There's not enough time in life to play in in something that you don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Totally agree. Okay, well, I think that's everything we have for you on this topic, unless anybody has anything else they want to comment as last comments. Say as last comments. I mean, like I said, we go on for, for hours on this. There, there's so much to it. But I mean, I think we co- covered some good ground today. I'm feeling like a... A weight has been lifted a little bit just by Aww. talking this this over a bit more and uh just, just getting it out of my head it, it's kind of been all simmering in there and uh yeah i mean just thank you again for bringing this topic to the table having me on the show and uh getting to discuss this issue and i'm glad i don't want to edit so i always appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> wow. thank you both so much for coming on we appreciate it what amanda said <laughs> Oh, and happy one year. I, I'm just, I have to say, it's, it's incredible. This is a, a cool way to start your second year. That is true. Yeah. Year two, chapter two. True. Chapter two, year two, with two a big topic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two guests. Two year. guests, like year two. That's it. You're going to have to have double guests now every time you, you record. Yeah. I, I, hopefully, at some point, uh, Squadcast opens up and lets more people on because right now we're at the max. <laughs> Damn it. But, That'll be year three. Yeah. Year three, we'll have three guests. Sounds good. <laughs> so by year nine, we'll have like 86 guests and we'll all be talking. Into... Oh, man. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find you? I think they should know where to find you. So I uh, I like to make it pretty simple. You, you can find all my podcasts at frasley.com, F-R-A-Z-L-E-Y.com. Find my podcast, my Twitch I learned from some of the podcasting podcasts have one call to action. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like. Where can I like that too? I think I'm gonna. Go, I think I'm gonna go for that too. Uh, you can find me at Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast, every week, delighting your ears over at ThreeExtraLives.com, and that's where you can find me. Amazing, brilliant, and you can Thanks. find us wherever you can find us. You can find us at geekherring.com. And also on Pandora. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're now on Pandora. (laughs) Okay. So thanks, everyone, for being here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we will see you again next week on Geek Herring for another really cool episode. As always. Bye. 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 If you like this episode of Geek Herring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Herring and over on geekherring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.